The views and nutritional advice expressed by Dr. Rocco's are not intended to be a substitute for conventional medical service. The following sound advice program was paid for by Eagle Rock Nutrition. The views and opinions expressed are not necessarily those of the staff, management, and advertisers of WMTR. It is always advisable to consult a professional before making a major medical decision. Time now for Eat Right with Laura. Here's Dr. Laura Rocco's. Welcome to Eat Right with Laura. My name is Laura Rocco's and I'm the owner of Eagle Rock Nutrition, an integrative healthcare practice providing dietary and lifestyle intervention strategy for disease prevention and health maintenance. Um, I'm happy to announce tonight that um, WMT R has now uh, enabled our show to be live streamed. So if you don't get good reception to the station, 1250 a.m., you can uh, watch, you can participate in the show from your computer. Just go to WMTRAM.com and click on the red button to live stream the show. So tonight is the first night that my show is being live streamed. Um, tonight we're going to talk about eating for a healthy thyroid. I have so many patients that struggle to manage their um, thyroid function and um, I've given this presentation uh, numerous times at community events. So if this topic resonates with you tonight, please call in. The call-in number is 973-267-WMTR. That's 973-267-WMTR. Uh, and I just want to remind everybody that after the break today, we will hear from Kelly Montague, uh, who will tell us about the Sustainable Health and Wellness Village, uh, which provides some activities to, which is very community friendly organization, who will be providing some activities at a really exciting event this weekend. So she'll be telling us more about that. So let's just get started with our topic that I hope really resonates with quite a few of you. Um, I, um, so I, already I haven't even started and we already have a call in uh, a caller. So let's uh, see what the question is to get us started. So let's see if we're, this call is going to get us started with the conversation. Hello. Welcome to Eat Right with Laura. Hi. I was wondering how effective you think thyroid medication is. Ah, really great question. So um, we're going to talk about thyroid medication, but because you asked the question, asked the question already, um, I'll just say that um, we are all biologically different, and uh, we respond to the the medications that doctors prescribe for treating um, hypo and hyperthyroidism differently. So basically, um, you struggle with this particular condition because your body is not making um, thyroid hormones. So you're basically taking either a, a chemically derived version or you're taking a naturally derived version. And each of them have... Um, uh, similar and different side effects. So, um, if you have a thyroid, it, you know, if you still have your thyroid gland, it's in your best interest to do whatever you can do to make whatever thyroid function you have optimal. Um, however, uh, for those of you who have your, had your thyroid Remove the gland. So the thyroid is a gland that's right in the middle in your, of your throat, right? So if you've had your thyroid gland removed, um, you really don't have a choice. You will have to take thyroid medications for the best rest of your life. And I guess I do want to say that, um, uh, you know, if, if one, if one medicine is not working for you, tell your doctor right away and, you know, try another one, but you must find the one that's right for you. And whatever medicine you're taking, uh, you should do whatever you can health-wise to ensure that what you're taking is working optimally. So thank you for that great question. Um, okay, so Jonathan has an ex- another question, so we're going to take his call too. Hey, Jonathan. Welcome to Eat Right with Laura. Hi, how are you? Great. You know, I'm so glad that you're calling in because before I took that phone call, I was going to say that um, uh, thyroid hormone deficiency is an equal opportunity health condition. It affects both men and women. So I'm very happy that I have a male caller tonight. My first, by the way. So what can I do for you? 
Well, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know if, if, if MK got it in your ear. I'm actually Jonathan Freeman, who hosts sports, Thursday, uh, talking sports on Thursdays there, on Thursday night. Oh, we so have I, had a, I, I had a personal question for you that, it's not thyroid, but I, I play a lot of basketball and I run a lot. And is the best solution after that always, which I always use, either a Gatorade and Powerade to keep me hydrated, or is water enough? Oh, that is an excellent question, and I'm going to have a really great um, show on sports nutrition. But this is what I want to say about runners in particular, because I am also a runner. All right, so uh, if you're a heavy sweater, right, you're going to be losing, you know, electrolytes, sodium and, and potassium, right? And so what happens is, you know, you're sweating, you're losing sodium, your electrolytes now are kind of off a little and this is really for people that sweat a lot or elite athletes and now you're thinking i gotta drink water i gotta drink water but all that water that you're doing what that what's actually happening is the water is diluting the electrolytes the sodium that you do have so making the electrolyte dysfunction even worse so if you are a heavy sweater and you are an elite athlete uh and exercising you know like out you know one or two hours rigorously I definitely endorse drinking an electrolytic fluid. Now, you can come to the office. Um, you can come to the office, and I will give you my tutorial on what I recommend. But for now, something simple that I recommend that's, um, you know, just to, to, to deviate from Gatorade a little bit is a coconut water is an, a, an excellent electrolytic fluid. But you know, if you feel like you're faintish from sweating and exercising too much and you need to restore your electrolytes, it's not just drinking the water that's going to help you recover. You really need those electrolytes. So coconut water for now, but, uh, Go to my website, eaglerock.com, E-G-G-L-R-O-C-K.com, and, um, you know, book an appointment, and I'll give you um, a much more detailed uh, tutorial on how to manage your electrolytes. So thanks for that okay. question, Jonathan. Uh, can I just ask one more? Yeah. So the reason why I'm assuming that what happens is sometimes I'll, I'll do that, and I'll drink my Gatorade, and there'll be coffee in there also, whatever, before I go to work, and I won't eat enough during the day, right? Because yeah. I'm busy at work and it's, I'm, I'm nonstop. So you're so, depleting your glycogen stores, right? Exactly. So my point is, that what what is a good, you know, you can call it a snack and in between till you get home. Is is a banana and something else sufficient, or you you definitely need to get more than that? Is this after or before you're going to exercise? No, after. In other words, I'm home. I've already drinking a whole bunch of Gatorade. Right. I maybe maybe eating something, but I won't eat thoroughly enough for during the day. What's the best way to just to supplement that? Oh, you have to be and a few other right. things. Jonathan, you have to listen to my sports nutrition um, uh, show when that comes around. But uh, you need to replenish those glycogen store so you need some carbs and definitely you need some protein if you're doing anything like weight bearing like today I did a, a high intensity interval training with lots of running running in place and jumping jacks with the push-ups and the burpees and the mountain climbers and you know when you're doing you know when you're exercising rigorously like that you want to um, get some protein back into your body to expedite the building of the muscle but my recommendation is either uh, a like a protein smoothie that you can make from scratch or something that I might recommend that's not necessarily prepared from like dry milk or soy protein isolate right or even you know um you know, eat, you know, any protein. So, you know, uh, and, and the, carb, the banana is a great carb. Uh, most of my patients, though, um, who are, uh, most of them who are overweight, I pull, I pull away from bananas and recommend different kinds of fruits. But for you, I haven't met you yet and I don't know what you'll look like, but I'm assuming the banana is going to be okay for you. Not yeah, it, it, it is. I'm trying to add the weight, not, yeah, not lose so it. Bananas well, and peanut butter, almond butter. So just remember carbs and protein after a workout. Okay, great. Thank you so much for taking my call, and good luck with your show. Thank you. Oh, thank you, you so it. much. Bye-bye. Okay.
Okay, so let's get on with the topic. So, so what does your thyroid hormone do? So I just said that you have a gland that's like in the center of your neck, right? And uh, it makes thyroid hormones. Now, I'm going to actually tell you what those hormones are. So I'm going to, you know, start using some sciencey terms. And the reason why is because, you know, these are things that, that should be measured during a physical. And I think that people don't look at their their reports like when the doctor generates the report and you'll get it electronically either you don't ask for it or you don't bother to look at it so you really need to be a little bit more proactive in managing your health and part of that exercise is paying attention to your data all right so there are two main hormones that your thyroid gland makes t3 and t4 all right, the T3 is, uh, the technical term is tri, tri like three, T3, tri, iodothyronine, and T4 is called thyroxine. And the reason why they're called T3 and T4 is because T3 has three molecules of iodine and T4 has four molecules of iodine. So, so simple to remember. But which one is the major player? So, T3 is the most active of the two and it is derived from T4. Uh, so, quantity-wise, your body makes more T4 than T3, but T3 is more active. Uh, and then, all right, to make this just slightly more complicated, there's another hormone that regulates the production of T3 and T4. And that is called thyroid stimulating hormone or TSH. So if you look at your health, your, your blood work, your report, you will see numbers for T3, T4 and TSH. And, um, if you do come to the office to help me work with you on regulating your thyroid hormone levels, I will probably give you a little bit more detailed list as to what you should ask your doctor for in particular. However, now that you know that these two hormones are have iodine, they are iodinated, now that you know that, you can only just imagine how important it is to have iodine in your diet. All right, so that these thyroid hormones work. So hold that thought. And I just want to remind you that the reason why these hormones are so critical to your health is because they control your metabolism. So if you think that you're someone that has a quote-unquote slow metabolism, it could be because you're not making enough T3 and T4 or You're making T3 and T4, but they're not doing their job, all right? So when I say controlling the metabolism, let me let me provide some clarifying information about that, all right? So in the process of controlling your metabolism, what they're really doing is regulating the output of your heart, your cardiac output and your heart rate, your breathing, your ventilation, all these things that contribute to, um, you know, your metabolism. Like, like when I think if you need to visualize what this is even more, think about your dog, right? Your dog, you know, the heart, you know, if, you know, I listen to my dog's heart rate all the time. The heart's beating really fast. They're breathing. You know, really fast. They have a very high metabolism. All right. So in humans, those things are regulated by your thyroid hormones. All right. The other thing that, uh, they do that should, you know, that you should relate to is that the thyroid hormones regulate how you metabolize the food that you're eating, right? So you want to be um, an efficient metabolizer of your food. You want that food to burn and you want to make energy from that food and you want to put that energy to good use. 
Um, another thing that they do that's super duper important is that they regulate the growth of your bones. So, you know, if you're a child or even if you're an adult, you know, just think how critical your bones are to your health. All right. And then the other thing that they do is so, you know, you have like I like I said, maybe last week and probably the week before that there are basically six nutrients overall. There are the ma- three macronutrients and three micronutrients. The macronutrients, right, are, you know, carbohydrates, proteins, and fats, right? And you want to efficiently metabolize those macronutrients so that you can make energy, right? And then you have the micronutrients, which are vitamins, minerals, and water, all right? So everybody knows what vitamins are. So the vitamins and minerals are the teeny tiny molecules relative to the macronutrients that enable your cells to work properly. So your thyroid hormones stimulate your body's ability to use vitamins, whether you're getting them from your food, and hopefully you are getting them from your diet, your food, or uh, from a, a supplement. Uh, and and also, you know, I'm I'm sure that everybody's thinking of of thyroid hormones as they relate to function in adults. But thyroid hormones are really critical for babies. They're culpable in brain development, right? So so babies need to have you know efficient thyroid hormone functionality so that their brains develop. All right, so. Hopefully, that gives you a really good picture of what these hormones are doing and why they're so important. All right. So, um, if you uh, come to the office, right, I will kind of talk about some other hormones just so that you have a big, a bigger picture. But let's talk about how you'll know when your thyroid hormones aren't doing their job. All right, so some of the symptoms of a thyroid deficiency, like the four like classic symptoms are weight gain, unexplained weight gain. And I don't mean like, you know, you gain 10 pounds in the last 10 years, right? I mean like you gain 10 pounds in like the last year. Like what's up with that? So weight gain, Fatigue, uh, not fatigue because you worked all day and you're not getting enough sleep, like unexplained fatigue. Um, another a classic symptom is constipation. And if you're one of my students listening tonight, you know that I'm obsessed with constipation. I talk about it all the time. Um, so I, I guess I need to have a show just on constipation too. We will, we'll get there. And, uh, the fourth common symptom is depression. All right. Just, you know, very, just feeling very blah, just really being blue. But, um, there are some other symptoms that really, uh, shouldn't be overlooked. So, uh, I think because I, this is an interesting topic. I should mention them as well. So brain fog, you know, and not just the brain fog that you have at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, sensitivity to cold, that's also a pretty common one. Brittle nails, dry skin, thinning hair. I see thinning hair all the time. Changes to your cycle if you're a woman, fertility problems. Um, just, you know, you're like one of those people that's always coming down with something. Uh, if you have like puffiness in your face, hoarseness in your throat, muscle weakness, aches, pains, stiffness, um, a slow heart rate uh, as opposed to increased heart rate, right? So uh, that's classic. Uh, someone who suffers from allergies, usually like all year long, not just in the spring. Um, you suffer from heart palpitations, a slow pulse, low blood pressure. Uh, you have high cholesterol and high triglycerides, which is another biomarker of cardiovascular disease and maybe even tinnitus. All right, so maybe some of these. So if any of these symptoms resonate with you, then you might want to think about could this be due to uh, low uh, thyroid function.
So let me just explain to you what happens when you, either you're not making the T3 and the T4, all right? So or or when the T3 and T4 are not doing their job, all right? So when they're not working, all right, what's going to happen is that your thyroid gland is going to start making the thyroid stimulating hormone that TSH that I talked about because that's the stimulating hormone that help that makes your body make the T3 and T4 so when they're not working just think there's this push push the the TSH is just pushing out trying to push out more T3 and T4 and that's not happening so when you start making too much TSH, the thyroid stimulating hormone, that's when your gland gets swollen and you get that big bulge in your throat and that's called a goiter. Now those, that bulge, you know, way back when that, and, and even in some communities, that actually was a pretty common occurrence. Now, I just said that T3 and T4 have iodine, and the iodine is what makes them function. So if you're ever wondering where we got iodinated salt, iodized salt, you know, Morton's iodized salt. So we started, uh, or who's we, the, you know, the uh, you know, food industry started adding iodine to salt to correct this, you know, hypothyroid problem uh, to, to, to treat the, these goiters, which used to be pretty common, you know, a many, you know, many decades ago. Uh, now it might be common in certain communities that don't have iodized salt, but, you know, just adding the iodine to the salt had a huge impact on correcting that problem. And that just reminds me to remind my listeners that this is a great example. Adding iodine to salt, correcting the occurrence of goiter, that is just a great example to show my listeners how nutrients can be used to reverse the course of disease. You know, you don't necessarily need, you know, a billion-dollar drug to alter your health. So just very simple, a, a really simple um, example. So uh, I said that, you know, some people need to take, well, may need to take uh, thyroid meds if they have an underactive thyroid with, due to not producing enough T3 and T4 or the T3 and the T4 isn't working. All right, so um, I'm going to talk about what I recommend, but these are people, whether you're a, a male or a female, that will have to take a thyroid hormone, you know, a, either chemically derived or a natural thyroid hormone. And so I just want to say something about taking those meds, which, which harkens to our earlier caller who asked about what I thought of the meds. It's very hard to control the dose to get it right. So if you are taking thyroid hormone to regulate, you know, your hormone levels, you have to be working very closely with your endocrinologist, who is the doctor that will help manage this condition for you. You have to work very hard to regulate those doses because if you don't get the dose right, you could end up taking too much and end up having the reverse problem, uh, having hyper thyroidism as opposed to hypothyroidism. So this hyper, when you have too much hormone, um, that leads to a condition called Graves' disease. And a classic uh, symptom of Graves' disease is the bulging eyes. And so a famous person that suffered from that was President Bush's uh, wife, Barbara Bush. Um, you know, she always, you know, I always noticed her eyes and that was a symptom of her Graves disease. And that particular symptom 
is not necessarily reversible. So if you are taking these medicines to the first call, you know, hearkening back to the first caller, definitely work very closely with your doctor to make sure that the dose is right for you. Okay, so what would I do if I had a patient who suffers from an underactive thyroid, so hypothyroidism? Uh, Certainly, I would be focusing on iodine, making sure that they're getting enough iodine in the diet. But there's lots of um, things that can be done um, just to make sure that the thyroid hormone that you're taking or the thyroid hormone that you're making um, is able to do its job. All right. So there are certain nutrients that help those hormones. And so um, I'll, I'll probably go back and forth between diet and and more sciencey stuff. But um, first of all, you you know, if one of the symptoms of not having a functioning thyroid is that brain fog, uh, you want to have enough carbohydrates in your diet um, to fuel your brain, right, so you're not suffering from that brain fog. So I would definitely recommend healthy carbohydrates, so certainly not processed carbs like cakes and breads. I would certainly recommend whole grains in the diet. All right, I would also recommend um, having enough protein in the diet. Protein is very, very important um, for these patients. I'll remind you that proteins are made up of amino acids, right? So when you metabolize the proteins, and how do you metabolize the proteins? From having functional thyroid hormones, those proteins are broken down into amino acids, and those amino acids are then subsequently used to make um, things called neurotransmitters that help your brain to function properly. Okay, gosh, that two-minute break comes awfully, (laughs) awfully fast. I just got the notice that my... We're going to be breaking in two minutes. So let me just finish this thought. All right. You also need specific vitamins. The vitamins that you need, I talked about earlier how you, the, you, the vitamins are what you need to make your cells work properly. All right. So you need B vitamins. So we'll talk more about those B vitamins. B vitamins are like niacin and riboflavin and thiamine. You need vitamin D, vitamin C. You need minerals like magnesium and zinc and selenium. Selenium is a mineral that helps with the conversion of the T4 to the the T3. You need to have, you know, healthy fat on board. Remember last week when I was talking about the Mediterranean diet and how critical healthy fats, say from olive oil and olives and avocados, uh, are so critical in uh, that that particular healthy diet. So, uh, my hypothyroid patients definitely need to have healthy fats in their diet, uh, and you need to drink water so that you're not dehydrated. Uh, one of the many reasons why you need to drink water is so that uh, the vitamins and the minerals that you're getting from your diet are in solution, and also so that any medicines that you're taking are also in solution. If you're dehydrated, the vitamins and minerals and nutrients from your food and certainly the, the, the medicines that you're taking are not going to be fully solubilized. They're not going to be in solution and they're not going to be doing their job. And also I said when you're not when you don't have functional thyroid hormone, you will have dry skin, right? Classic symptom of dry skin is being dehydrated. So you need to have water so that you're not dehydrated. So uh, I'm going to take a break right now and we'll, when we come back, we'll take a call from Kelly Montague and uh, and also so we'll uh, finish up talking about um, consequences and treatments for hypothyroidism. 
paleo, gluten-free, ketogenic, eating for your blood type, and the list goes on and on. There are millions of fad diets out there, but what really works? Did you ever consider consulting an actual doctor? That's why you need Dr. L. Dr. Laura Rocco's at Eagle Rock Nutrition is a food scientist with over 30 years of experience helping people improve their health. Eagle Rock Nutrition is a healthcare practice providing dietary and lifestyle guidance for disease prevention and health maintenance. She will help you use diet and exercise to improve your overall health and fight disease. Conditions that may be addressed include diabetes, heart disease, obesity, autoimmune diseases, poor gut health, and fertility. Dr. L also has a very popular sports nutrition program. Get started today. Book an appointment at EagleRock.com. That's E-G-G-L-R-O-C-K.com. Or call 908-764-9062. 908-764-9062. Let Dr. L develop a personalized health plan that's right for you. Eat right with Laura. Most services are covered by Medicare, Medicaid, and private health insurance. The Entrepreneurial Think Tank for Women, or ETT Women, is a support network to help female entrepreneurs grow their business. Founders Vanessa Coppice and Lynette Barbieri share their vision of mentoring women to achieve their personal and business goals. Members attend live or virtual meetings as well as their annual conference, The Power of Connections, scheduled for November 3rd to the 5th at the Holiday Inn in Clark, New Jersey. For more information, please visit ettwomen.com. That's ettwomen, W-O-M-E-N.com. ETT Women, together we achieve more. Don't miss Lincoln Park Coast Cultural District's 12th Annual Music Festival on July 28th to the 30th, featuring the best outdoor live musical performances in house music, gospel, soul, and R&B. This year, it's Sustainable Health and Wellness Village is highlighted and will rock out with collaborative and meaningful connection with Newark residents on issues of health and sustainability. The Sustainable Health and Wellness Village will be providing educational workshops, speakers, health screenings, materials, giveaways, and more. Come out and be a part of building healthier communities at the Lincoln Park Music Festival on July 28th to the 30th in Lincoln Park, downtown Newark, New Jersey. Finding a job in New Jersey is hard. Finding a job is even harder if you have a disability that restricts your employment opportunities. In our community, hundreds of people with disabilities dream of earning a paycheck, developing self-esteem, and living as valued, productive members of society. To achieve their goals, they rely on a local not-for-profit agency, Employment Horizons, for life-altering services, which include skills training, job placement, coaching, and follow-along services. Hello, I'm Maria Verducci-Florio, and I am proud to be a supporter of Employment Horizons. Your financial support empowers individuals with disabilities to put their talents and abilities to work and puts employment opportunities within reach. Please join me in making a donation to support our most vulnerable citizens. Because of your generosity, people with disabilities have the chance to experience the personal fulfillment, positive self-image, and independence that comes with employment. To make your tax-deductible donation or to learn more about Employment Horizons, visit us at emhorizons.org or phone 973-538-8822. Broadcasting live from the Hilltop Nissan Studios, Classic Oldies, WMTR Morristown, a Beasley Media Group station. Welcome back to Eat Right with Laura. And now we're going to take a call from my good friend, Kelly Montague, who's going to tell us about some awesome event happening this weekend. Hey, Kelly, welcome to Eat Right with Laura. Um, so before Hi. you tell us about this event, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I'm Kelly Montague. I am the CEO and president of Viva Connection, uh, which is a life coaching and market consulting company. Uh, we're all about determination, inspiration, vision, and action. Um, and I've been doing this for about three years. I also collaborate with different community advocates and partners in order to bring um, different events and different activities to the community to bring an awareness and to have an impactful message. Uh, for those who would like to be a contribution. So that sounds like it really relates to what's happening this weekend. So can you tell us about the event? Sure, absolutely. So uh, there's the Lincoln Park Coast Cultural District, uh, which gives the Lincoln Park Music Festival. And there's a component, which is the Sustainable Health and Wellness Village. And this is a three-day event that goes on from July 28th, July 29th through July 30th. It's a three-day event. We're having a Senior Health Day, uh, which is on Friday, on Saturday the 29th. It's Family Health Day. And on Sunday, it's our Men's Health Focus. 
And what the Sustainable Health Village does is it brings an awareness and an impactful, um, impactful information from different partners throughout the community. We have partners like uh, North Beth Israel, Walgreens, um, Whole Foods, and everybody comes together. They bring different services um, to the community, and people get blood screenings. There are diabetes screenings. There's health food demonstrations. We show people uh, a different way of living a healthy lifestyle inside of the community. So there's thousands of people that come, um, all Newark residents, Essex County residents, all around. Everybody comes together, and we provide a wealth of information, and we make it really fun. We have, like, a kid zone. There's giveaways. Uh, there's fam- On family day, there's plenty of activities that's going on. We also have fitness for the men on men's day, you know, and causing it to be something that's really engaging with the residents because sometimes health and wellness can be, it can just be boring, you know. So it's about having interactive uh, things going on. Wow. This sounds amazing. This sounds so great. I am so proud to be able to help you promote this event. Um, And I'll bet that anybody that shows up on any one of these Days is going to go home with a shopping bag full of goodies. So, Absolutely, right? Plenty of giveaways, plenty of prizes. Oh, all you have to do—you can take pictures, uh, provide some health information. We're making it really, really fun and interactive for the community. Great. Well, just to, can you just remind my listeners of the um, address, like where, how to get there, and uh, you know where the where specifically they're going to? to Absolutely. So this is going to be in. Newark, New Jersey, this is going to be at one Lincoln Park place. It's a huge park, which is Lincoln Park. This is something that's been going on. Well, the Health and Sustainable Health and Wellness Village, this is our fourth year. The It's a music festival, so you get a genre of all types of music. It's been going on for 12 years. The entire city is involved. It's going to be so much fun. You can get there from New Jersey Turnpike, Garden State Parkway, 280. Everything leads into the city of Newark. <laughs> I think everybody knows that. So um, come out. The time is from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. for the Sustainable Health and Wellness Village. And the music festival is from 10 a.m. until about 1 o'clock in the morning, practically. And it's just going to be a, a huge amount of fun, music, health and wellness. It's just all about collaborating and bringing um, bring the community alive. And keeping them alive. Great. Oh, well said. Well said, Ke- Kelly. So thank you so much for calling in and sharing this event with us. All right. So I hope to be there. So I hope to see you there this weekend. All right. I hope you can make it. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. You take care. Bye-bye. Okay, everybody, back to thyroid hormones. So I think I wanted to open up the second half of the show with a reminding you of causes. So why do people have an underactive thyroid hormone, thyroid to begin with? Um, some of the causes are genetic. So if your parents or your grandparents suffered from a thyroid hormone deficiency, there is a risk that increases your risk. It doesn't mean that you're guaranteed to have a thyroid deficiency, but it certainly increases your risk and knowledge is power. So once you know that it's in your family history, then it definitely is in your best interest to do whatever you can do to maintain the function of of those hormones. All right, or it could you know, be your diet, just like I mentioned earlier in communities that have low iodine, uh, you know, un, you know, you know, salt that's not iodized, that could be a problem. All right, or you have some deficiency metabolically that impedes your ability to convert that T4 to T3. Um, excessive dieting is also a cause, right? So if you're not getting enough protein or carbohydrates in your diet, your thyroid hormones are not going to be very functional. So this reminds me to remind you all that excessive dieting is not recommended at all. And if you're following you know a severe a severely restricted diet for weight loss you're going to have a very hard time losing weight and keeping those pounds off 
because when you restrict your diet from necessary ma- enough macronutrients, protein in particular, what happens is your body is going to rob protein from your muscles and you will lose muscle mass. And when your muscle mass declines, your basal metabolic rate, the thing that the thyroid hormones control, is going to go down. And as you lose muscle, right, and you start to gain weight, you end up on this vicious cycle of losing muscle and losing muscle and gaining weight and gaining weight. So maybe if you're on a starvation diet, initially you'll you'll lose weight very fast, but eventually your metabolism is going to slow down and you'll start to gain that weight right back. So a lot of my patients at Eagle Rock Nutrition are very surprised to see the kind of meal plan that I developed for them. And of course, they all always think that they're not going to lose weight uh, when they start following my plan, but they all do. And not, not necessarily, you know, the weight that you're thinking, what they end up doing, because I do body composition analyses in the office, I show them how a healthy diet allows you to shed fat. And whether that's in pounds or not, your body composition will change so that you become leaner and healthier. Another cause of thyroid deficiency is possible side effect of some of the medicines that you're taking. Um, so if you're taking lithium for depression or estrogen, uh, if you're menopausal, that can impact your thyroid. Uh, if you've had a, a surgery, um, that could be uh, a cause, you know, a, a possible cause. Or if you're just someone that has low, um, other hormone, le- other hormones can impact your thyroid hormones. So progesterone is a thorn, is a hormone that impacts the functionality of your thyroid hormone. So if you have low progesterone, you might have low thyroid hormone. But I'm not a medical doctor. I'm a nutritionist. So if you suffer from any of these things, I will recommend that you seek out uh, an endocrinologist that can work through this with you. All right, but I've learned a lot from talking to other endocrinologists and other doctors who have medical expertise in hypothyroidism. And one theme that stands out in some of their the guidance is that you really need to manage stress. So at Eagle Rock Nutrition, I'm integrative healthcare, so I'm not focused solely on diet. Uh, I will work with you on fitness and also some more um, integrative aspects of disease, such as you know mind body managing and managing stress. So. What is it that leads to high stress levels? So you have another gland called your adrenal gland, uh, which uh, your glands, these glands sit outside your kidneys. All right. And they control the production of a stress hormone called cortisol. So if you come to me. And I go kind of walk you through the, the list of symptoms for underactive thyroid, right? And you're suffering from some of those symptoms. I might start, you know, with managing stress first, right? So what can, what can we do together to manage this overproduction of cortisol, the stress hormone that might have, you know, ultimately be impacting your thyroid hormone. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about doing things that can alleviate stress, like taking time for yourself, doing something that's relaxing, maybe, you know, doing some breathing exercises, meditation, uh, getting massages, uh, taking time for yourself, a little me time. Like I have my time is every morning. Every morning I come downstairs um, before everybody wakes up and after my husband leaves for work and I like to read the paper and have my cup of coffee. Uh, no sugar. <laughs> Just have to say that. All right, so first we'll uh, address stress, all right, and then I'll really focus on your diet. So I did just talk about some of the nutrients that your hormones need to work optimally, 
We'll also talk about uh, some of the medicines that might have already been prescribed. So I'll reiterate the kinds of medicines that are prescribed. All right, you, a conventional medicine might be uh, a chemically de- derived T4. All right, and uh, names for that that you might recognize are Synthroid. So that's a brand name of T4. T4, or you might be just taking a generic, a levothyroxine. All right, so that's those are uh, chemically derived thyroid hormone. Or um, if your if your doctor, if your endocrinologist is more homeopathic, um, he might recommend a natural uh, thyroid hormone called Armor, A R M O U R, or some other brands. There's Nature Throid and West Throid. So what are these? So these. It may sound a little unusual to you, but these natural thyroid hormones are actually um, the thyroid gland of, say, a pig, porcine. And the reason why this is recommended is because when you're taking desiccated, you know, pig thyroid gland, you're actually getting active T3. So the the conventional medicine is T4, and I told you that that's not the primary active thyroid hormone. The primary active thyroid hormone is that T3, and you need to convert T4 to T3, you know, to have an optimally regulated thyroid uh, thyroid hormone, all right, to, to regulate your metabolism, right? So if you're not able to optimally convert T4 to T3, well, then the conventional th- treatment might not be the best treatment for you. I do f- find that many of my patients respond very well to the natural thyroid hormone, the armor. So if you, if you're taking Synthroid and you're still gaining weight and suffering from all the symptoms that you had before you were prescribed that medicine, you might want to try the naturopathic medicine, the armor. Right. And this, of course, uh, is concomitant with managing your stress levels. All right. So now we're going to get back to. All right. I already told you what nutrients you need. You need, you know, whole grains for those healthy carbs. You need protein, vitamins, minerals. But where are you going to get them? All right. So I like to talk about hypothyroid friendly foods with my patients and my audience. So where can you best find these nutrients? Certainly from whole grains, um, like uh, oatmeal. I love oats. I actually have all my patients eating uh you know, oats. I love Bob's Red Mill because they're, the oatmeal is gluten free and, and not instant oatmeal. I want it to be either rolled oats or, um, steel cut oats, which are higher in fiber. You're going to get these nutrients from nuts. So Brazil nuts are very high in selenium, the mineral that you need to convert T4 to T3. Uh, You're getting all these nutrients like the vitamin C and vitamin A, a really important vitamin, from fruits and vegetables. So lots of fruits and vegetables. Everyone that comes to my office, you know, I do my level best to make sure that everybody's getting eight to ten servings of fruits and vegetables every day. And a serving isn't that much. It's not going to kill you. One serving is about a half a cup. That's really a tiny amount. So eight to ten servings of fruits and vegetables. You certainly need that iodine that I was talking about. And yeah, usually my a lot of my patients, you know, have problems regulating their blood pressure and you know that salt raises your blood pressure. So where do I really want you to get that iodine from? I want you to get that iodine from sea vegetables, uh, like seaweed. So the, that, uh, the black seaweed that's on sushi, uh, you can actually buy that. I just noticed in the green grocer that's across the street from the office, uh, 
they have just about everything that I recommend for all of my patients, whether they're trying to manage their body composition or manage their thyroid. But I noticed that they have quite a selection of dried seaweed. And, you know, you could actually, it's edible as is, as a snack. Uh, I like to put seaweed in soup, maybe instead of kale. I like kale, but uh, in this case, you can put it in, in a broth. And it actually tastes pretty good. You need vitamin D. So if you have an underactive thyroid, vitamin D is super duper important. You can get that from a supplement or you can get it from, from dairy. Uh, and I certainly don't mean to... Um, uh, uh, ruffle the feathers of my vegetarian, uh, patients, but I just want to remind everybody that cows do not make vitamin D. We add the vitamin D to the milk. So, if you want to get vitamin D from your diet, the other place that has vitamin D is fish. So how do we make vitamin D? We get it from the sun. So best place to get vitamin D is to go outside, have the sun shine on your skin. Uh, the UV rays convert a Interestingly enough, a cholesterol intermediate into vitamin D through your kidneys and your liver. So that's how you make vitamin D. Uh, you only really get it from dairy products or foods that are fortified. You also get vitamin D from fish, right? So the fish swim in the ocean. The sun shines down on the fish as they're swimming along. They have skin. They make vitamin D. You eat the fish, and then you're getting um, vitamin D from the fish. Um, the fish are also an excellent source of those healthy fats, the omega-3 fatty acids, so good for your brain, so good for your heart, helpful if you have uh, if you suffer from an underactive thyroid, right? So fish provide a lot of it, uh, also an excellent source of protein, uh, healthy fat, vitamin D. And then finally, if you are a vegetarian, um, beans. I like uh, my patients to have legumes in their diet. There are so many different kinds, black beans, kidney beans, pinto beans, garbanzo beans, my favorite, um, uh, lentils, uh, even peas, uh, the, you know, Legumes provide protein, they provide fiber, and they're just a great source, you know, of, of macronutrients for just about everyone. All right, so that's my laundry list of, of you know, dietary support. Um, some other things that I might recommend, um, coconut oil, another healthy fat, um, and avocados are another kind of healthy fat. I definitely think that avocados are a superfood and uh, just great just about for everyone. So all of these foods are going to support either the thyroid hormones that you're making or the thyroid hormone that you're taking. All right. Um, so another word about um, vitamin A. So vitamin A is really important for a healthy proliferation of your cells. Where do you get vitamin A? Everybody knows this. Vitamin A is in, you know, anything that's orange and yellow. Uh, carrots, right? Excellent source of vitamin A. We all know that. But also, right, lots of vitamin A in dark leafy greens, Take away the the um, chlorophyll from your dark leaf, leafy greens, and they'll turn you know orange and yellow, just like the leaves that fall off the trees. All right. So uh, also vitamin C. Vitamin C is an antioxidant. Uh, protects all your cells. You're, and everybody knows you get plenty of vitamin C from fruits, citrus fruits like oranges, but also uh, red peppers are an excellent source of vitamin C. Oh, and that reminds me, I um, uh, found a big bag of red peppers in the refrigerator, so I just put them on a a tray and just roasted uh, those red peppers and and then uh, a, a patient of mine, I give my patient, if you come to the office, I always give my patients food. I have a garden in the office, so everyone leaves with leafy greens and herbs. I have a vertical garden in the office 
And in return, my patients bring me food. So uh, my patient this week brought me garlic and shallots from their their garden, which was awesome. So I used those garlic. I used the garlic and the shallots uh, with my red peppers. So I roasted my red peppers very high in vitamin C, and then chopped up some of the garlic and the shallots, added some olive oil. So good for you. And some pignoli nuts, right? And so that was pretty good. So, uh, he gave me the, the garlic and the, and the shallots and I gave back the peppers with the garlic and the shallots. So that was good. Um, what else do I want to say? Don't be afraid. Um, you know, if you're not, if you're not a vegetarian, don't be afraid of the eggs. The nutrients are all in the egg yolks. You know, the egg yolks are very high in choline, a very critical, um, vitamin for you. Um, and I just want to say that the cholesterol that's in the egg yolk, that is not the cholesterol that raises blood levels of cholesterol. Cholesterol is driven in the blood by saturated fat from the animal proteins that you're eating, from the meats, the red meat in particular. Basically, all animal meat has cholesterol. So from eating animal, you know, eating meat, you know, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, so just eating too much saturated fat in the meat and eating too many carbs, too many processed carbohydrates, all right, uh, that then coerce your liver into making more cholesterol than your body needs. But the dietary cholesterol from eggs is not really what's driving up those cholesterol levels. All right, so there there we have it, that two-minute warning. I'll tell you, that two-minute warning comes up so fast, I can't even get over how fast that two-minute warning comes. So if you need a little help with your managing your diet and you are uh, suffering from hypothyroidism, certainly... Um, Go on to my website, make an appointment, come see me, come visit me, or just uh, call me. You can also just go on to my website, and when you do that, you'll be prompted to optionally add your email address to my distribution list so that you are apprised of... Uh, events that I'm hosting. I'm sure that I'll be talking about eating for a healthy thyroid again in the near future. So if you'd like to have, if you'd like to participate in this conversation again, um, definitely join my newsletter. Um, so uh, also you can, you know, follow me on Facebook, you know, follow me on Facebook. I'm or like my, my, like my Facebook posts. Follow me on Twitter, all right, at Eagle Rock. And I'll just end the show reminding you what I'll be talking about next week. So next week, we will be talking about the pros and cons of medical marijuana, quite the controversial topic. And we will have a guest speaker to weigh in on that particular topic. So looking forward to hearing from you next week. Remember to call into the show. The call-in number is 973-267-WMTR. You can participate uh, uh, by dialing in to the station at 1250 AM or going on to the website WMTR AM and listening to the live stream. Thank you all, all tonight and talk to you next week. Paleo, gluten-free, ketogenic, eating for your blood type, and the list goes on and on. There are millions of fad diets out there, but what really works? Did you ever consider consulting an actual doctor? That's why you need Dr. L. Dr. Laura Rocos at Eagle Rock Nutrition is a food scientist with over 30 years of experience helping people improve their health. Eagle Rock Nutrition is a healthcare practice providing dietary and lifestyle guidance for disease prevention and health maintenance. She will help you use diet and exercise to improve your overall health and fight disease. Conditions that may be addressed include diabetes, heart disease, obesity, autoimmune diseases, poor gut health, and fertility. Dr. L also has a very popular sports nutrition program. Get started today. Book an appointment at EagleRock.com. That's E-G-G-L-R-O-C-K.com. Or call 908-764-9062. 908-764-9062. Let Dr. L develop a personalized health plan that's right for you. Eat right with Laura. Most services are covered by Medicare, Medicaid, and private.
private health insurance. The Entrepreneurial Think Tank for Women, or ETT Women, is a support network to help female entrepreneurs grow their business. Founders Vanessa Coppice and Lynette Barbieri share their vision of mentoring women to achieve their personal and business goals. Members attend live or virtual meetings as well as their annual conference, The Power of Connections, scheduled for November 3rd to the 5th at the Holiday Inn in Clark, New Jersey. For more information, please visit ettwomen.com. That's ettwomenwomen.com. ETT Women. Together we achieve more. Don't miss Lincoln Park Coast Cultural District's 12th Annual Music Festival on July 28th to the 30th, featuring the best outdoor live musical performances in house music, gospel, soul, and R&B. This year, its sustainable health and wellness villages highlighted and will rock out with collaborative and meaningful connection with Newark residents on issues of health and sustainability. The Sustainable Health and Wellness Village will be providing educational workshops, speakers, health screenings, materials, giveaways, and more. Come out and be a part of building healthier communities at the Lincoln Park Music Festival on July 28th to the 30th in Lincoln Park, downtown Newark, New Jersey. What is dangerous driving? It's aggressive driving, intoxicated driving, reckless driving, and texting while driving. These drivers put everyone in danger. If you see someone driving dangerously in New Jersey, you can do something about it. Call pound 77 on your cell to report it. That's pound 77. Let them know we're all watching. This Message brought to you by the New Jersey Division of Highway Traffic Safety, New Jersey State Police, New Jersey Broadcasters Association, and this station. The views and nutritional advice expressed by Dr. Rocco's are not intended to be a medical service. The preceding sound advice program was paid for by Eagle Rock Nutrition. The views and opinions expressed are not necessarily those of the staff, management, and advertisers of WMTR. It is always advisable to consult a professional before making a major medical decision.